Hi guys. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Social Complexity. I'm Grace. I'm Seal. And today we're talking about being, being present and feeling alive. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I don't know, that's like a complex topic on its own because, you know, what really makes you feel alive? Who knows? Like, I don't know. I, I really, like, knowing what makes me feel alive is hard because, like, I haven't really experienced everything that, like, I want to do that I think will make me feel alive. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I have anything to say. Like, I just, um, being present and feeling alive, what does that trigger in my mind? Or do you want to, like, talk about with that also, like, being authentic? Yeah. Okay, do you want to start the being authentic? Uh... All right. So today we are talking about being present and feeling alive, and also like what makes you authentically you. I think, and like, I think those are all like being authentic almost seems random, but I think being present, feel like and feeling alive, and authenticity are completely intertwined with each other because you're not alive if you're not authentic like you're not you're not really living if you're not being authentic so i feel like those are very much related even though they don't seem like it at first glance yeah yeah i guess so like i feel like i'm it's either like i'm not present at all or i'm very present like i often disassociate a lot um and like it, when I'm, like, I don't know, stressed out or anxious or, like, it's more of just kind of, like, a fight-or-flight reaction for me is to just, like, zone out and just, like, not be there, I guess. And I feel like being present is, like, I have to remind myself to be present sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think being present is a lot harder, um, especially in this day and age, than, like, we think it is. Um, I mean, because there's so many distractions and there are so many things going on around us, it's impossible to just tune everything out. And I think we've also trained our brains that more stimulation is better. I mean, for like you, you need stimulation, but like, I think it's, we've like trained ourselves that thinking about a bunch of things is like more fun, but like, I think not overwhelming ourselves with things is like more fulfilling for our minds. Cause we're able to like look at things. Well, I don't know. It's just like our well, brain isn't as cluttered for, but, but for like you. For neurotypical people, <laughs> for me, it's like, like, I feel like nobody really understands how bad my little brain disorder is because I don't talk about it as often as I probably should. Um, because, like, my brain, like, okay, yeah, people have ADHD, that's a common thing. It's at some point literally debilitating for me to do simple tasks because I can't remember anything. And, like, I forget a lot of things and, you know, I get distracted easily. And, like, yeah, that's a lot. But, like, people don't understand, like, that's what I go through on a day-to-day basis. And, like, I don't know if maybe it's just because I'm, like, unmedicated and I'm not. I don't know how to explain it, honestly. 
it's just like I I can't even explain it like I have such an issue with not even just focusing like completing tasks and like not forgetting about things and I zone out as like compensation for any anxiety or stress that I feel and I just like daydream or like just completely zone out as compensation for that and so like being present is something I have to regularly remind myself about because if not I will just like start my mind will start going and I'll just continue to go and my brain won't stop yeah um I'm just lacking words today like I'm just my brain is just like shut off and not functioning to its fullest ability whatsoever um I feel like normally I would have things to say but I just I don't know I'm just like exhausted today I feel like being present goes along with being authentic because it's I can tell when people aren't present and well I I want to I a thought just popped into my mind yeah I don't think you can be present if you're not being authentic because if you're not being authentic you are preoccupied with trying to be someone else so there's no way you can be present if you are thinking about being who you're not right like if you are totally yourself you're not worrying about what's going on around you and how you're and how you're being perceived by others and how you need to you know change your persona or, or anything like that you're being you when you're not being you you are hyper aware of people's opinions and how you're being perceived by others and all this stuff and you're changing yourself to adapt to certain situations so if you're not yourself there's literally no possible way to truly be present i agree and like i am hyper aware of people being like not even fake like people not being authentic and that I guess like goes along with fake it's pretty much the same thing but I am hyper aware of what just happened (laughs) I I had a candle next to me and um also I have toilet paper next to me because my nose is not cooperating today and I decided to take a tiny piece of toilet paper and put it in the candle, but the piece of toilet paper stuck to my hand while it caught on fire. <laughs> and so then I moved my hand, and then so did the toilet paper, and so the piece of toilet paper that was on fire was no longer over the safe tub of candle protected by glass. It was out in the environment where it could burn my house down. So... Anyways, carry on. Um, I am like so myself, I feel like, and I'm hyper aware of how other people act. And like I am so I don't focus on like what I I like okay, yeah, of course I put a filter on depending on like who I'm around or like tone my level down, but I never like change who I am based on who I'm with and like I watch like all of these people in my I've watched all of these people in my life like 
I can't give any examples, but like change who they are based on who they're with. And I'm not talking about you because you don't really do that. I don't really do that? No, you don't. Is it really or I don't period? Don't period. Okay, good. I just, I don't want to be, want to be a fake person. No, but I'm saying I've watched other people do that. And, you know, some of them are no longer my friends and blah, blah, blah. But I've become hyper aware of how people act around other people that aren't me. And I immediately relate that to you're fake. That means you're a fake friend. You're going to stab me in the back and I should drop you sooner than later. And it's like, it's basically now just kind of like my survival instinct is just like I don't want to be stabbed in the back so I don't want to associate with somebody who changes themselves based on who they're with and it is just like it's like I shouldn't it's hard to like what you keep going but I have you go things to say okay hold on wait I might have to sneeze no okay I I feel like I have experience with this Um, and like, but also there's like a manipulative side to people who change. Like, I I think there, there are fake people and then there are, and, and they don't even necessarily try to cover that up. Like it's just who they are and they're not, you know, trying to disguise it. But I also think there are people who, are absolute backstabbers and will say one thing to your face and you feel like it's genuine and you feel like they're on your team and then they will go to someone else and say the exact opposite and then they're on their team and not on yours. So they're definitely, I mean, I think they're like, they're fake people who are just like adapt to different people in different situations but then I think they're fake people who are manipulative liars who do things to gain something, to get something that they want, or to maybe gain a certain position in a friend group or, you know, whatever. I think like last summer, there was someone who we were like, we were doing something and we were like, we were talking about what something that they knew I had interest in and I had a lot to say about and I had a firm opinion on. And they kind of started taking a similar stance as me. And, but I found it really odd because I knew this person did not have a, a stance at all because they had no events in their life that would lead up to even taking an opinion on this thing. And then like five minutes later, not literally five minutes later, but later they went and did something that was like, how did you just converse in a conversation with, you know, a, with what appeared to be a very strong opinion about something. And then you literally went and did something totally opposing what you just said. Um, Anyways, 
I'm just saying people will say things to your face almost to like, I think it's almost a form of a, they want approval by other people. Like this person will talk to me to get a quick flash of approval from me. And then they shift to another person. They don't care that what they're doing totally disagrees with the conversation they had with me earlier. Now they're, now they've moved on to the next person and now they're going to do anything to get approval from this person. It's like they need praise from different people. So it's like not even necessarily, not, it's not even necessarily something that's like against you. Like some people aren't even doing it to go against you. They're just doing it because of like their own like faults. Like they need approval. It's like not even an aggressive act. Um, I feel like, I feel like sometimes I do that. No, I actually don't because I have my, you know, I if I agree with someone, I'm like, we talk about it and converse about it and like, we just agree on it. It's not like I'm not gonna, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I'm not that type of person where I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But then I'm like, to, to the other person, no, I don't believe that. Like, I don't like people who are like that, honestly. It just, like, bothers me. Like, what... Do you have your own set of opinions? Or are you... Are those opinions just there because other people have them? Like, I don't know. It just makes me think... I think, I think fake people are... They have, like, this brilliant way of making people think that they are like like these masterminds almost like like you feel like there's all this there there are all these things going on in in this fake person's life like they somehow have all these plates spinning on their fingers and they are able to really quickly change themselves for one person and then change themselves for another person and you just it's like they almost feel like these clever smart people but it's like that only comes from their own issues like like that stems from ultra insecurity people who are fake have absolutely no spine i don't care like if you go from one person to another person and your words don't line up like you have you have no spine because that means you are absolutely not able to stand for something you are not able to take it's not even like about learning to take like an opinion or like stance it's like do you have thoughts if you have thoughts those are your thoughts like do you believe in them yes or no you believe in them okay stand by them so now when you talk to multiple people it should all line up you should be saying the same thing to every person. And so people who are not able to do that, I feel sorry for them. It's like you're not, you can't take a stance on anything. That's so sad. You can't stand up for anything. That may, like when it, when it comes down to it, are, are you not going to be able to stand up for yourself? Like you're not able to stand up for other people. You're not able to stand up for a cause. So it's, it's kind of like sad for them almost. I mean, I like. I feel like fake people are just desperate for the approval of somebody in yeah. some ways. Because if you are going around and saying whatever the person you're talking to wants to hear, you're going to get their approval. You're right. going to be on their friends list right. instantly. 
instantly. So if you go around to every single person you meet and you just say what they want to hear, you guys, you're friends instantly. You Obviously. Have, you have approval from a massive group of people if you're willing to do that. No one's going to not like you, right? Everyone's yeah. going to love you. Except, except once all those people start mingling together and mm-hmm. they start hearing what you've been telling everyone. That's when the issue starts. And then you have to, like, combat that. It's like, I mean, it's basically the same thing as pathological liars. I have been in a run with many pathological liars in my life. Um, It is, I feel like I have. Oh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not questioning you. I'm just, that's heavy pathological liars. I mean, that's, that's heavy duty. Like, like that sucks. No, like there are girls that I have had, like even in my childhood that like, well, one girl in particular who was like, she had a single mother and like, that was it. Her dad left her. It was like a whole thing. She was young and she needed attention because her mom was a nurse, a full-time nurse. And it was like a whole thing. And when she felt like she didn't have attention, she would make up these crazy lies. So, like, first it started with, like, saying they were related to a Barack Obama. A celebrity. And then it was, like, then the next one I remember was, like, and we, like, were like I was, like, that, there's no way. That's stupid. Of course not. Like, no way. And they're like, no, it's true. I'm literally telling the truth right now. Like, it's true. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, and then it was, you know, oh, I'm vegan and I don't eat any meat or dairy, but you're eating cottage cheese right now or yogurt. And they're like, it's vegan. I don't think it's mm. vegan. It doesn't say that it's, it's vegan. It's whole milk on the side right there. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, it's vegan. And I can bake macarons and you can't make a cookie. Like, it was little things. And then it started, my mom has cancer. Oh, my grandmother, she's dying. Why is your grandmother dying? <sighs> she has a terminal illness. Okay. And then, like, She left school for a year and came back. She, like, moved to, I don't even know where, and came back. And it was, yeah, I have cancer, so I wanted to come back and, like, say goodbye to all my friends. Oh, okay. And by that point, I was just, like. How old was she at this point? We were in, like, sixth grade. And there's probably a million other that I'm not remembering, but like those are things that we don't lie about. So, um, for people who have to deal with fake people, um, which uh, is everyone, the question that is to be asked is where should they stand in our lives? Should they remain present or should we brush them off to the side and say, Bye-bye. Has anyone watched the Harry Styles 
when she like asked a girl why did you break up with him and she was like he's controlling and he was like no 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 bye bye when i say controlling you say bye bye okay anyways here's my take on fake people um I think it can be really hard to identify fake people because some of them are so good at appearing like genuine friends. And so when they do something that is not genuine, it's, um, it's so shocking that you are, you, you're in denial about it. You're like, no, like that person can possibly have actually done that. Or maybe it was an accident or maybe they didn't really mean it or it probably won't happen again. Um, and I have had people in my life that I kept around for much longer than they deserved to be in my life, much longer than they deserved to be in my life. Um, and I wish I had just been like, I wish I had been better at recognizing their true selves and um, their true intentions and who they are when I'm not around. Um, and I mean, at a certain point, I got rid of everyone who did not have my best intentions in mind and who I felt were not beneficial to my life. Um, but I wish I had done it sooner um, because there's no need to keep those, those people around. Um, and I think for me, I, I kept them around because I wanted to feel like I had people in my life. I was afraid of feeling lonely and, um, I was afraid of not having friends because it was a large amount of people in my life that I would say should not have been there. Um, and I kept them in my life because I wanted to feel good about myself. So I kept people who shouldn't have been in my life because of, an own, because of my own insecurity. And I think it's important to make sure that you're not keeping people in toxic people in your life because of your own issue. If there's someone who shouldn't be in your life, you need to not care about being friendless. They should be out of your life because even if you might not have any friends, point blank, or very few friends and still not feeling amazing about your friend situation, you don't have people disrupting your peaceful state of mind. You don't have people disrupting your way of life. So even if you don't have a bunch of people there to fill up empty space, they're still cluttering up your life. It's better to have less people and be in a peaceful state of mind and feel good than have a bunch of people to keep up your appearance of having a lot of friends. So if there is someone who you think does not have your very best intentions in mind, kick them out, get them out. They don't deserve to be there. Um, that's like, 
that's just what I, that's just what I think, you know? Um, why would you have someone in your life who doesn't think you deserve the best? You like anyone in your life should be looking out for you, should be wanting the best for you. And same, and same goes for you. You should only have people in your life that you genuinely care about and that you genuinely want the best for. So if there's a person in your life and you know they don't want the best for you, then you are also probably reciprocating that feeling and not wanting the best for them because you know how they feel about you. And so you're putting in a constant negative energy into feeling into how you feel about this person. That's a constant negative draining energy that is coming from you that is so unnecessary. So you're getting negative energy towards you and you're putting negative energy out. You need to get people out of your life who don't deserve to be in your life and who don't deserve your energy, negative or positive, because there are also going to be people who don't care about, you know, you, but you are still putting a massive amount of positive energy and love into them because at least that's how it always is for me is there could be someone totally doing me wrong. And I'm like, I love you. Like, let me, let me give you everything. Like, let me like, because, because then I hope, oh, if I show them how I want to be treated, maybe they'll, like, if I'm nice to them, maybe they'll be nice to me. Nope. If they don't treat you, if they don't treat you right, and like right off the bat, if they're not good to you right off the bat, gone. They should be out. They should be goners. Period. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like we learn a lot about people. I mean, I don't, I am a person who gives, 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 gives love until I can't give it anymore. And I, at the point where I can't give it anymore is when I finally come to the terms that they're not going to love me back. Or they do love me back, but it's not the way I need them to love me back. And, you know, I've run into that situation um, a couple of times where I just, like, it's become, it's a friend who I put so much effort into, and they just don't reciprocate anything. And I can't, like, be in a position where I'm giving something because Givers will give all that they have and takers will take anything that they can get. And so I'm somebody who gives, 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 gives. And, you know, I know my limit when I can't give anymore. Takers don't have a limit because all they know is taking. So when you think of it like that and you have somebody who's taking things from you in your life then why then you should you know either i think i think you should always view yourself as a place of value yeah i i view like me as a person in a relationship and the friendship as someone who adds value because i know as a fact like 
when I bring someone into my life, they're at the forefront of my importance. And I'm going to give everything to them that they deserve. So I view the energy that I put into people as very valuable. And so you don't give away things of value easily. Like you take care of things of value. You aren't just going to give out things of value just like willy-nilly. You are going to be, you know, careful with that resource. You are going to make sure it is given carefully to people who deserve it. So if you view yourself, if you, you know, feel like what you have to offer is important, then it's easier to not allow people in uh, who don't deserve to be let in. And it's also easier to, if someone has been let in and they've crossed a boundary, it's easier if you view yourself as valuable to say, nope, you need to go. So you need to think of yourself and what you bring to the table as valuable. Of course, it does need to be valuable. You do need to be a good friend in order to think of yourself as a good friend. So, you know, if you have to develop yourself a little bit, if you have to change and you have to grow to become valuable, do that. Because once you do that, then you'll be able to bring good people into your life. I agree. And like going off of what you said about developing yourself, like I feel like I give to people who don't know who they are because I feel like I can help them figure out who they are when they're probably never or they're never going to try. I totally to figure out who they are themselves. Yep. And I give to people who or have given to people who have no either self-respect or like they just have no backbone they have no idea who they truly are who where they fit in in the world and of course I've been giving the space and time to do that and figure out where I fit in the world and you know a typical teenager my age probably definitely doesn't know where they fit in the world or who they are you know I don't know where I fit in the world but at least I know who I am at least I have a firm belief of myself. And so I give to people who don't try to learn who they are. And it's, it gets so painful because they don't know that they're taking from you is the thing. Like, I also want to say, um, I think for me, what I've seen in the past is when there's someone in my life and I feel like I'm just giving so much of myself and then I kind of start to realize mm, maybe things aren't exactly as they should be. Then I start to help people. I'm like, let me be their therapist. Let me like ha- try and help them change for the better so that they'll, they'll treat me better. Let me ha- try and change them and not even just to help treat me better, but for their own good so that they can be happy 
don't do that. Don't waste your time trying to change people. They've already taken enough of your energy. Do not put even more energy into trying to change them because they will not change. The way people change is by saying, oh, this behavior is not tolerated. Me treating someone like this is not tolerated. Hmm, why is it not tolerated? Oh, maybe because that was a trashy thing of me to do. That's how people learn. People learn when they're cut off. So don't waste your time trying to help people and trying to fix them and save them and you know, turn them into a completely different person than they are. That's something they need to do on their own. People don't change unless they decide to change. No one else can do it except them. So even if you think you're changing them, they're not really truly changed. It's up to them. So don't waste your energy trying to change them. Yeah, and like, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, if I try to attempt to help, I'm just putting more energy, giving myself a bigger target to punch at, and I like I feel like if I try to help in any way. It, it often does come off as like rude or something but if I try to help somebody that I care about it's like always coming from like a loving situation and so like I feel like sometimes I but I mean but but for for people who you love and who you know are in your life and you're trying to help them maybe it's constructive criticism that's fine. That's, I think for people who you love and you care about and, and you know they have your best intentions in mind, uh, being honest with them, if there's something they need to fix, if there's something that they need to deal with that is so important, an honest person in your life is something everyone needs. But I'm talking about like, if there is someone who is not deserving of your time, they have not proven themselves to be worthy of your energy, don't give it to them. Don't try and help them. Yeah, and like, I don't know, that's hard for me because like I've been in situations where I know they're not deserving, but I still love them. And so I try my best to help somebody that I love, but they don't, they no longer deserve that. And either I know it or I don't know it because it's oftentimes, I don't know that they don't deserve my love, but I'm still putting it into them. And it's really, it's a really difficult thing to do. It's just like tightrope to walk on because I don't, it's hard for me to tell when somebody isn't deserving of my love. And like, yeah, that's, I mean, that is very naive of me to say, but like, I don't know sometimes when they don't deserve how much love I can give them. And like, I try to disperse my love into the appropriate sections. And, you know, there are some people in my life that are important to me, but I don't talk to them every day, but I still love them just as much or even more than the people I do. Like talk to like constantly and I like those like that 
person who I don't talk to every day or those people that I don't talk to every day, I know they're still my friends, but I don't need to maintain that friendship because it's such a strong friendship every day. Like, I don't need to maintain it every day. I do maintain it, but, like, I don't need to give them as much time as I do, like, other people in my life. Like, you know, at the end of the day... They're always going like, to be here gonna, for me. Yeah, and, and they know that you'll always be there for them. So there's no need to, like, have just, like, unnecessary... Like, I, I think sometimes people, like, check in on their friends or not check in but like talk their talk to their friends just to make sure they're still friends it's like you still like me right like we're still talking instead of there just being a solid foundation of like trust and knowing that both of these people in a friendship or relationship are reliable and like you'll always have someone to go to yeah and uh you know I have my reliable friends. I talk to all of my reliable friends every day because they're the people that I need in my life the most. It's people who are reliable. And when I have people who aren't as reliable, but they're still my friends, but they're just not as reliable as I thought they were or as they are, I don't put as much into that. And that might be like, I only am there. Like, I'm only there when, like, I need them. But, like, no, it's not that. That's not the truth. I, like, I need these friends, like, I, it's not that I need them, but I'm attentive to them, I guess, when I feel it's necessary. Like, if I don't feel it's necessary to talk to you every day because I still know we're going to still be friends, and in each other's, the back of each other's head, we talk to each other when we need to, and we'll call each other when we need to, and all of the fun stuff, but when we don't, need to talk we don't and it's not like you know I'm mad at you and I'm not talking to you no it's I know I can leave you alone and you're still going to be here for me so I love friends that are like that that are you know I mean I love both sides of friends where it's like I talk to you every day I'm attentive to you I maintain the friendship as healthy as I can like but, but I it's also, also nice not having, you know, somewhat of an obligation. Right. And, and you know, I don't feel it necessarily like I, it's an obligation, but I feel like they're the people that are closest to me that I pay more attention to, if that makes sense. But, like, the friends that aren't as close to me, I'm still, like, I love just as more, just as much, but I'm just not talking to them every single day in order for them to know I love them. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I think friendship is, like, I mean, it's obviously hard, but it's also, like, I, like, I need to find people that don't make it hard for me to love them. And, you know, that is... Loving someone shouldn't hurt. Daily reminder. Right, daily reminder. Um, But... I don't know. I just, I feel like, you know, obviously loving somebody is going to be difficult at some points. It's always love isn't going to be just this, like, or at least how I see it, it's not going to be just like this easy breezy thing. Like, you know, you're not going to love every person, the, the, the person that you meet the day you meet them. Like, it's obviously going to be like, you go through the steps of becoming friends or like in a relationship, but you're not going to immediately love them. 
And so sometimes it's hard to go through those steps because either you have mental blocks or like you're trying to protect yourself while also letting somebody new in. And, you know, navigating that's really hard because you don't know whether these people are true and, you know, authentic, but you also don't know if you're missing out on somebody who could change the way your life goes, the trajectory of your life. So, like, with me, I'm super, not as much, I don't have as, like, I don't have a wall up. It's more, I am very careful to the people I talk to. <laughs> when you said wall up, I was, <laughs> what's a wall up? Like a wall up? What's a wall <laughs> A wall up? A wall up? A wall up? What? No, a wall up when I have a wall up I don't know I'm just I feel like I've just been burnt so many times by other people that I am very careful when it comes to making new friends because I'm not going unless I feel you're deserving of it I'm not going to tell you my whole life story in a day yeah I mean um I'm I'm very I'm painfully particular with who I with who I let into my life and um, especially people who are close, like who, who I'm going to let into my inner circle. Luckily, the most recent person who has been let into my very, very inner circle is one of the best people ever it, to come into my life. So I'm very lucky that like, it was, it's like a no drama situation. It's like, it just works. It's really not hard to be friends when you're both at a place in your life where you guys are so secure in yourself that there's no like dramatics with becoming friends. Yeah. Like obviously everybody has different points of view or like different boundaries and stuff like that. But like, for me, I, and like, you know, I'm still, like, there are some people who I'm, like, slowly letting into my life who have, like, outside friends that I'm slowly letting kind of in, but I'm super careful about that because they could say one wrong thing and they're out. Yeah. And so I'm, like, careful about shady people because I'm not going to go through what I've gone through with friendship anymore. I am bringing you or or you have come into my life because I've allowed you in it and I see that you are I see that you hold a value in yourself and when people who that come into my life who I can tell aren't or like they don't know who they are or they're discovering themselves or like they aren't honest or they talk differently compared to other people like not other people like depending on who they're with like, I don't see that you're valuable when I hear... If you devalue your life. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I Maybe that's harsh. I'm, you know, I'm a harsh person. I'm blatantly honest and I say what I... I, mean, I say what I think. Does that mean I mean it? Oftentimes, no. But I say what I'm thinking. And when people 
that I talk to, like, new people, that I'll be like, oh, my God, that's FaceTime. And then I talk to them, I'm like, fuck no. Fuck no. So, like, I'll have, I know, I have people who I'll, who are, like, mutual friends or, like, I don't know, new people that I've, like, slowly started talking to. Then I talk to them on the phone, and I'm like, I'm not going to be friends with you. I'm not going to be friends with you for any longer than where this is. Our friendship ends at the FaceTime call. And, you know, I guess that's, you know, a way of, you could see it as self-destructing or you could see it as protective. I'm protective of myself because nobody else protects me. So I'm protective of myself. And I take care of myself by not letting people who I don't see are deserving of me into my life. And I have people, we're not going to go there, but I just like, I sometimes think I don't have as many friends when I just have a small circle that I talk to every day. And, you know, that's another thing with friendships that I have to remind myself. You Just because you have a small circle of close people doesn't mean you have no friends. It just means you have you are lucky enough to let these people in and love them unconditionally. So I you know I have these people in my life and some of them might not stay for as long as I hope they do. Or some of them I might choose not even in my circle but like in my in just friends in my life in general. Like some of them I might choose, you know what? These people I don't see past high school or these people I don't see past my college years or I don't see these people lasting past this year. It doesn't mean that when I say that I'm going to start a big fight with them and it's going to end badly. It's just going to be like I pull away and it just kind of fizzles out because I've, I'm sure everybody's gone through a friendship where it's, it just simply fizzles out and you're just like, you know, we're not really friends anymore, but, like, I'll still have their back. I mean, I I have some people in my life who, like, I can think of one person in particular who I've known literally forever. Um, and it's like we'll always have this connection, um, but we're, like, so different like completely different people it's like I can't even see us being like friends almost like it's like like we're we've like almost become like acquaintances but like we've known each other for so long that like we're not we're more than that but like we're just not at the same point in life um with those kinds of people, I think it's kind of just like, okay, like this person is there and I'll always care about them, but like, they're not going to take up space in my life or, you know, my mind necessarily. Every time you wait for me to talk, you just go. That's what I do all the time. Like, it's really bad. Anytime I'm on FaceTime with someone, I just like hold like the camera, like right above my eyes or I'll do like the Facebook mom, whatever. It's probably really obnoxious, but I don't really care. I don't think it's obnoxious. Okay. I think it adds a little character to FaceTime. It's yeah. just more fun. Yeah. Uh, we're 
done. We're done now. Um, that was, I think, a departure from the original podcast plan, which was being present and feeling alive right. and authenticity. But um, fake people can be... Fake people are bitches. Fake people are not authentic. So there's a minor correlation to authenticity. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Uh... And we will see you in the next one. See you next year.